The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, just a few weeks ago, Mayor Don Iveson made a bold announcement that he wanted to end homelessness in our city in 10 weeks by the end of October. We have talked about this and we've talked about it with the people who work with the homeless community. And uh, we questioned if 10 weeks was even realistic. Uh, some of those folks from those organizations saying that sense of urgency um, has made a difference. The mayor has pushed ahead saying that this is a must. We're deeply concerned about the well-being of Edmontonians experiencing homelessness and the rising numbers of people sleeping rough in our city, including those living in the camps uh, that have been so high profile. So we're planning for this accommodation to be a safe and welcoming, better alternative to the camps with uh, low barrier and helpful experience for the people who will live there and 24-7 programming. Our goal, again, is to get everyone off the street this month in October and provide them pathways to get everyone into bridge housing and ultimately into supportive long-term housing. The mayor is saying that it's not just important for those who are living rough, but for the community as a whole. It's a, it's a needed key to help our economic recovery. Because it is the humane thing to do and because homelessness and social disorder is detrimental for our economic recovery. In fact, uh, you know, from our what we're hearing increasingly from our business community is that one of the biggest risks uh, to the resiliency of our economy, one of the biggest risks to attracting investment to our city, one of the biggest risks to getting people to come back downtown and back to White Avenue and back to Alberta Avenue and back to 124th Street to support our local businesses who are struggling so much is the social disorder we're seeing because homelessness has not been solved. So we know now that the Edmonton Convention Centre will be used as a temporary accommodation site until the end of March. Work continues on bridge housing and permanent housing. So even before this recent move, our next guest has been praising the City of Edmonton for its work in dealing with the crisis. Tim Richter is the CEO of the Canadian Alliance to End Homelessness. He says Edmonton is treating homelessness as the disaster it is and it's getting results. Tim, welcome to the show. Good afternoon. All right. So, um, curious. To, well, let's start here. I mean, you just heard the mayor speak. You've probably been watching, like a lot of us have been, with the announcement made just a few weeks ago. This this plan to have homelessness ended in ten weeks, to have a plan in place for the winter. The the, the all the pieces are coming together. Your thoughts on what you're seeing here in Edmonton over the past number of weeks? Well, I think, first of all, I think what the mayor and the city of Edmonton is trying to accomplish in getting everybody inside in 10 weeks is absolutely achievable. You look at the some of the biggest disasters in Canadian history have happened right here in Alberta. You think about the fire in Fort McMurray a few years ago and the flood here in Calgary in 2013. Those those disasters dislocated thousands of people in the Fort McMurray, an entire city in Calgary. Seventy-five thousand households were were dislocated, and none of them are homeless today as a result. Which proves that um, you can, in fact, uh, end homelessness and do it rapidly when you treat it like an emergency. So I got to say that I, I think it's an eminently achievable goal. 
So in, in, in an op-ed piece uh, for the Globe and Mail uh, back in mm-hmm. December of last year, you had written that homelessness is without question a disaster. It's a disaster mm-hmm. on the same scale or bigger than most of the biggest natural disasters in Canadian history. You just touched on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going to suggest that there's going to be people listening to that statement and saying and calling BS on it, mm-hmm. saying, yeah, how do you compare... Um, uh, homelessness in in Edmonton to to the fire in in Fort McMurray. Can can you expand mm-hmm. on that? Yeah. So really, the only difference, uh, the principal difference between natural disasters like you saw in Fort McMurray or, or in Calgary is the mechanism of the loss of housing. Right. So you you see thousands of people dislocated in Canada every year. Two hundred thirty-five thousand different people. Uh, experience homelessness, 35,000 on any given night. That's as large as any uh, of these natural disasters. You look at the cost. So homelessness in Canada costs, you know, $7 billion a year, every year. The flood in Calgary in 2015 costs about $6 billion. We know that disasters like the fire in Fort McMurray and the flood are life-threatening. We know that there's a memorial to lives lost to homelessness uh, in Edmonton that I visited uh, when I was there last November. I mean, we know the the impact and the scope and the scale that it has on people is is very different. It is very similar, but the mechanism of the loss of housing is different. People become homeless as a result of policy as opposed to a fire or a flood, but the impact and the effect is the same. There will be people that say people become homeless because of choice. Mm-hmm. Well, think about choice then. Let, let's If you put choice in, in kind of a binary, choices between options, right? What option do you have that homelessness is the better choice? What, what mm-hmm. choices do you have that homelessness is the better option? Right? I, I don't believe it's a choice. I think, you know, people are, we see uh, homelessness arise in Canada starting in the late 80s and accelerating in the 90s as a direct result of federal and then provincial policy decisions. Um, and, you know, I would, uh, I would say that the choice really, I don't think anybody would choose uh, to be outside if they had a better option. Tim Richter joining us this afternoon. It's it's interesting to, to see how Edmonton has handled um, this this over the past number of mm-hmm. years. And and you have said, um, and on the record again in in your op-ed piece, saying that you know Edmonton is doing a a good a really good job. And if you look at some of the numbers. Um, what was it since 2009 in the op-ed from December it said that Edmonton had housed more than 9,500 people using the housing first Mm -hmm. approach that number I checked today is up over 11,000 why is it working here Tim? Uh, I think there's there's a lot of success factors in Edmonton uh, that I could point to, but I think the main thing is leadership, right? The main thing is having having the mayor and council being direct and saying, look, we are going to solve this problem. We're not going to accept that homelessness is inevitable. Uh, we're not going to just sort of deal with the immediate crisis. We're going to look at a permanent solution. The other thing that's critically important in Edmonton is that you've got Homer Trust. Homer Trust mm-hmm. is a charity that kind of leads the homeless system in Edmonton, and and it, it is among the best organizations of this kind I've seen anywhere in the world. And I've kicked the, you know, kicked the tires on a lot of, a lot of cities uh, just to try and understand what works to end homelessness. 
the number one thing, and it's something you see universally, wherever there's success in reducing homelessness, you have strong local leadership. And I think you've got that with Homeward Trust and the mayor's leadership we've seen today. Um, over the past number of weeks, I know the, the federal government has, uh, you know, pledged um, a, a lot of money to help buy hotels and motels mm-hmm. in, in, in this fight. Your, your thought on, on, on that pledge at the federal level? Well, you know, it's been, it's, it's frankly been really refreshing to see the federal government engage uh, the way they have. When Edmonton began its work to end homelessness in 2009, we didn't really have the federal uh, engagement the way we have it today. Remember, homelessness was created when the federal government withdrew from affordable housing investment and then cut transfers to provinces, which required provinces to then uh, restrict welfare and housing investment. And uh, Alberta was was no different. And in 2009, around then, after Edmonton, began its work, the province stepped in and began to support uh, support their efforts to end homelessness, but the federal government was missing. Um, and in, just recently, in 2017, they came back with the National Housing Strategy. We, there's still a lot of work they need to do on it, but they're back at the table. And now we have, we have really critical ingredients in place to make some success. We have strong local leadership. You've got proven models you're, you're following. Uh, you've now got the federal government, the provincial government, and the city engaged. Uh, you've got all the ingredients to, uh, to be successful for sure. Tim, whenever we have this conversation, I undoubtedly get a text coming in saying, prove to me that investing in in housing and whether it's uh, the temporary housing, whether it's the bridge housing, whether it's the, the permanent supportive housing, it, you prove to me that investing in that and putting the money into that is going to save money in the long run. I'm going to ask you that because you're the expert in this because um, you know, I, I, I'm I'm getting the the feeling that a lot of people still can't wrap their heads around the fact if, you know, if we get someone into supportive housing and off the streets and maybe out of some of the systems that they are are in, that it does save money. They want to prove it. Well, if, if uh, folks are interested in a really good read on this, there's there's a ton of research out about it, but I'd encourage you to look up Malcolm Gladwell's Million Dollar Murray um, article he wrote years and years ago. Um, what What's interesting about people experiencing homelessness, especially those with, with acute needs, is right now they're bouncing around aimlessly, very expensive public systems. So, you know, they'll, they'll get in, they'll be involved with the police and they'll go to the courts or they'll go to the hospital, they'll use the shelters. All of these systems are publicly funded right they're all funded by the alberta government or the or the federal government and for them to bounce aimlessly around those systems is very expensive and we see people experiencing homelessness that will consume you know fifty thousand sixty thousand hundred thousand two hundred thousand dollars a year just Mm -hmm. being homeless because they're bouncing aimlessly through these very expensive systems and they're getting sicker and they often die as you know as a result of their homelessness. And we know that we can offer housing first, uh, including a rent supplement for 18,000 per person per year. And this is for people with really complex needs or supportive wow. housing supports at 15,000 per person per year, which is dramatically cheaper than it is. And this is why Alberta, frankly, has been a leader in this around the country because conservative governments here recognized 
this is actually way cheaper to fix than it is to ignore. It makes no sense for us to uh, to continue to let this, you know, leave people in a system that you know breeds dependence and doesn't and and ultimately ends up costing us more and and, and killing too many people. We're talking about ending homelessness with the president and CEO of the Canadian Alliance to end homelessness. Tim Richter is saying that Edmonton is doing a great job. It's a, it's a leader in the country. Tim, are there other communities uh, across uh, this this country who are following Edmonton's lead? Oh, for sure. We we're started. We're working directly with 60 communities around the country that are uh, starting to work in this direction. Uh, we see progress starting to be made in you know Ontario, but. You know, Edmonton and Alberta have uh, got started doing this work years before anybody else. And uh, what we're seeing now is a lot of people around the country in cities coast to coast to coast um, emulating some of the things that have made Edmonton so successful. Before I let you go, can we ever truly end homelessness? It, it, yeah. it, it, I mean, it sounds it sounds really good. Is that mm-hmm. is that a real possibility? Well, I, had, I think you have to remember that homelessness hasn't, the way we see it today, hasn't always been with us. It really only began in the mid to late 80s and accelerated in the 90s to the point where it is today. Um, so it hasn't always been with us. And, it, and I believe firmly we can get to a place in Canada where homelessness is rare, brief, and non-recurring. And, uh, you know, I'm really excited to see uh, what's happening in Edmonton, and I look forward to taking it on the road and showing Edmonton off to the rest of the country. Tim, uh, always a pleasure speaking with you. I appreciate your insight into this topic every time we, we, we talk. Thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. Thanks, David. All right. All right. Take care. If you want to read more about uh, the work uh, that Tim and his team are doing, you can check out the website at the Canadian Alliance to End Homelessness. You can also check out that article that he wrote uh, about Edmonton and its efforts uh, to end homelessness and and why he thinks that it is truly uh, the model. Um, As you you heard him speak, you can check it out in, in the Globe and Mail. It was written a few months back, but you can still find it if you Google it. All right.